been a shift in um, tactics by the other side uh, that's involved, the main players. There's been a change in how contacts operate and what they relay. There's been uh, powers uh, contacting and making offers. There's been a whole, like the whole playing field has changed. Plus some people who were um, kind of nasty in the past have even contacted and said, look, I trashed you in the past. I was someone who didn't believe, but now I want to apologize. I see now um, that you really were the real thing. So it's basically beating a whole PR system of negative PR, you know, a whole machine in place. And once you come out of the other side of that tunnel, um, people appreciate that you um, stood through the journey. I'm proud to share with you Tetragen, which helps you transition to a healthier, happier, and thinner you without cravings or side effects. Our metabolic hormones are the underlying problem that doom every diet and exercise program to fail. They control our metabolism, cravings, how much we eat to feel satiated, blood sugar levels, and even our energy levels. Tetragen is formulated with four clinically proven patented ingredients that help rebalance your metabolic hormones in roughly 15 to 20 days, depending on the amount of weight you want to lose. Once your metabolic hormones are rebalanced, you'll be on the path to long-term sustainable weight loss because Tetragen is the first in the world which is scientifically formulated with four clinically proven and patented active ingredients to help you reach your targeted weight in two distinct phases. Phase one, rebalance your metabolic hormones, and phase two, accelerate fat loss. The best part is that Tetragen comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee. So what do you have to lose besides weight? Learn more with the link below. Players, right? They give them positions in, in crossover areas where you're not supposed to, like Congressman Brian Fitzpatrick, who rewards my sisters off the chart. My mom just told me that she got another huge award from Brian Fitzpatrick, who is Hollywood FBI, but also Pennsylvania congressman. Then you find out, let's go down the trail a little bit. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Yeah. So then you find out that this FBI congressman admits he's lifelong FBI. It's getting, you know, for your eyes only on his desk, packets from Hollywood, while he's a congressman. Then you find out that he's involved in the Trump thing, shutting down Trump, in the Ukraine stuff. FBI is not supposed to work overseas, but he does in espionage and everything else. Then he writes his own article for Fox saying that, yeah, we use intellectual property and use other family, uh, turn buy off family, stuff like this. He's admitting it all. But he says that the FBI only goes after those that go after them first. Really? Seriously? And so what happens is they also use the psych field, the psych field. Oh, yeah. So they use local police by, if you look at this, I mean, just follow this whole trail. Quantico, Virginia is where they have the FBI Academy. That should be a name for the kindergarten school there. Because what they do is they take, if you have a high school equivalency, they you pick, the FBI picks certain chief of police, brings them in, and gives them a week of programming, and you jog a, a couple miles, you, and you get a gold yellow brick, like Wizard of Oz. And the local police here in Warrington Township is under Brian Fitzpatrick, Congressman FBI. He does whatever they want. So I've had police come all the time, haul me off, you name it, on attempted 302s. Then they mix up in the psych field. What do you mean attempted 302? What's an attempted 302? 302 is what uh, people should be aware that in our country, in America, a 302 is used as a um, special issue where you can put somebody away without trial, process, rights, 
anytime you can do a no-knock entry on their home with SWAT team, like five SWAT team with mounted cameras, automatic weapons, telling neighbors, you better get inside, you don't want to see this, as if there's going to be a bloodbath. They haul you off and say that you're suspected of going to mass murder. Oh, for God's sake. Yeah. I, they make shit up. They make they stuff do. up nonstop. They do. What do you think of the new Britney, or not the new, the Britney Spears situation with guardianship? There's, I, I have a letter here and that was from um, Congressman Gates, uh, Burgess Owens, Marjorie Taylor Greene, and Andy Biggs, who are asking her to come before Congress because the, I'll post it on my website under the show. Maybe I'll do a whole article on it Um, because to help because she's been so abused and it's so obvious that her rights have been taken from her that they want to help blow this whole thing open. And and she could really be a symbol of that. What do you think of her situation? I mean, it seems like the same thing where they just abuse these artists, you know, like Michael Jackson, you know, did they just abuse them until they didn't need them anymore? I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Go to their mentality. Their idea is, it's a, they, remember what like, the contacts on tape told me, it's all about power, Tom. You have to understand that's all they understand, power. So if that's their thinking, it's all about power, then we they, they think popularity, um, if you're established as legit, like a legitimate writer of the piece, like I would be, then that means, oh, you got power. You know, at the same time, the government considered us assets. Yep. They actually say, you know, you're one of the elite, you're an asset. And you're, or they'll call you a star player on the bench. You're a star player on the bench. They'll justify the murder of my sons as being something where, well, just, you know, they're trying to make sure that I behave myself. Yeah. It's the blackmail, the currency yeah, they, of the powerful. Yeah. Right. And then they act like my last son alive is a favor. They actually say on the tape, you know, well, these people are pulling up in their cars. They're, you know, you're being pulled out because um, they're letting you know they can get to your last son anytime they want. So what? I'm supposed to be grateful they didn't kill him? It's like, and I'm going to come on board with them after they killed my other two sons and let me know they died, while my sister, who's in the pocket of this Brian Fitzpatrick, FBI and congressman, is spreading to the family that, oh, they, that Tom's delusional, they just died. No, And then trying to explain how they died when she wasn't there. It's like, you start to wonder, does anybody have a brain out there? It's the critical thinking is missing, and it, they want to make you out to be conspiracy mm-hmm. theory mm-hmm. nut jobs. But what I got to do is push back and say, well, look at the evidence yes. look at the corruption yes. look at this stuff yes stop calling us conspiracy theorists and start doing the heavy work of paying attention to what's really in these documents and what's really going on yes. because i'm tired of being called a conspiracy theorist because i have i have integrity to actually look at the facts That's right and here we are like we get tested we're a gifted genius right we're tested as gifted genius and solid maybe suffering from the effects of death and loss and having everything taken away trauma you know yeah. they'll call that yeah. ptsd but but i don't think i have ptsd now i think i've just like i'm doing the layered thinking technique that i've come up with and i'm trying to encourage people that they can come surmount anything keep your character intact keep your joy of life your wonderment keep compassion in your attitude towards others and you can you can overcome just about anything Yes. And um, so that's just hold on to what really matters. That's just in the screenplay. I mean, if you look at, you know, the train station scenes right here, it predates the Matrix. There's no copyright in the Matrix. This is clearly copyrighted. Liquid mirrors are there. You've got the field of pods. Jack's the neck with the, with the Wachowskis wanted to say they want to do for real. All these elements are in here where they just lifted what they wanted and simplified it and did a bad job of simplifying everything that they lifted off. 
And then they did Animatrix to keep, you know, use up the rest of the story. And now they got my notes and everything through a corrupt process. They want to do Matrix 4. They were waiting to do it. And so now's the time they're going to do it. But because they think they want to rush it forward before we freeze their assets. But the thing is, they're very concerned about the case actually happening and legitimate with due process, actual due process. Well, that's what you need. Yeah. yeah you guys, you need to pick a, a, a judge with integrity, one, a one that we need in this country, <laughs> frankly, and get a real case. You know, get a real. That's what we're, yeah. Right. We have to tell them, you know, it's a, it's a whole process I've learned by learning their playbook. And part of that process is to let people know, like I had a um, psychiatrist person, psychiatrist person who I wanted to get a clean bill of health legitimized instead of this game they were playing, right? Because they try this, they're actually mixing the psych department now with the police department. So they can rubber stamp you away on a 302. So they'll come haul you off. Psych people are present now. They actually have um, position at the police department. They have offices there now. And so what happens is they will come and take you and pull you away and rubber stamp you with people on site as being a 302 mass murderer candidate. Oh, geez. It's minority port, minority port from Spielberg. And then we find Spielberg actually did minority port in 2002 after his best friend had told me, don't you ever come to LA using very colorful language, threatening language, you'll be a dead man. And I actually recorded that call. Oh, excellent. And that's then in 2002, uh, Spielberg does Minority Report, and get this, Sarah. So in Minority Report, Tom Cruise plays Captain John Enderton, right? Yeah. Well, Captain is my dad's rank in the military, in the Navy, Captain. John is his name. Anderton, Anderson is our Scottish clan name. They put John Anderson as Neo's dad in the Matrix. Yeah, yeah my dad's name and Scottish clan name. Tom Anderson, Tom A. Anderson. Well, Tom A. is my initials, Anderson, Scottish clan name. My high school sent to West High in that first graphic in the Matrix and the interrogation scene where Smith opens the folder. My high school sent to West High. They put um, my birthday as it was in records, June, July 22nd on the top column. There's no debating this. There's no debating it. And so what Steven Spielberg does is his graphic designer puts this newspaper article on the train, manhunt for Captain John Anderton, my dad's name and rank, Scottish clan name, switched to ton instead of son, with a T for Tom. Then they say the reason Tom Cruise's character, Captain John Anderton, dad's name and rank, is going to be put in pods forever in stasis is because he's going to he's going to commit murder. He's a pre-crime candidate because of his son Sean being killed. Well, my son Sean was killed. Oh god. That's how dirty and sick they are and Spielberg is. And so what Spielberg was doing was projecting not only that Tom will do a pre-crime, which I won't, but that my son Sean was going to die. Isn't Spielberg's daughter a prostitute, or a, I don't know about a prostitute, but a, a exotic dancer, and she posted how she enjoys this profession and all this other crap? I mean, just very yeah. sick. I saw that mm -hmm. on her. And so what kind of, when you raise children that are um, mentally ill, I mean, I think that's mentally ill, because if you're getting your feeling good through others looking at your body, then you're, that's a mental illness, I think. Because you're not instilling into your children that they're they're good because you love them and no matter what they are they're they're great, and so when you look at children and they're screwed up, you start looking at the parents, and it it gives you indication that he's a pretty sick guy. Well, my mom was just talking about that with me too. We were, I'm visiting my parents right now, but they're taking one last trip down to this resort area. So I came up from Texas to take them down. And yet the family will say bad guy, evil. They actually say I'm the evil one. And they'll actually, through the family, because of Fitzpatrick, 
say that um, I'm worse than Satan himself. And that's what nephews told me. That that's what I'm said at family circles now, where Aiden's cut out of everything. But what, what happens is, like with my brother, like Spielberg, my brother and Spielberg are connected, um, believe it or not. My brother's wife, Diane Groves, um, her um, cousin is Ben Burt, who's Spielberg's number one guy. So I had it coming both ways. And so Spielberg had the whole family, basically that side cut me off, even his kids. My brother's kids, if I can call my brother still, his kids are just hateful, nasty, empty, and won't even associate, just totally cut us down. But that becomes because my brother is involved in all kinds of things where he he's done wrong. He feels he might go to jail, even though he's got Disney helping him. Giving The only work he gets is small contracts from Disney. That would fit. And what's interesting is that the Sheraton and um, Disney World. So Michael Eisner is giving my brother bones, throwing bones to him. But he can't get work in anything else. And he's facing lawsuits for doing bad work. Well, Warner Brothers is calling him a great writer. He's trying to write books, yeah. but he has the senior writers, the top writers of Warner Brothers claiming they're his friends. So Warner Brothers, Disney, Spielberg are all handling my brother, who has made it a nightmare for me, right? Saying, yeah, put him away, put him away. But his kids turned out like Spielberg's kids. And it's like if you're going to do shady business, and a lot of times these people are very volatile, and they demand absolute loyalty from their kids and not to share anything, keep a good image of their family, and they'll demand that. Well, your kids are going to respond to that kind of pressure and look for outlets. They're going to be screwed up. Yeah, they're going to be screwed up and turn out either hateful or, or try to get away or it's just bad. Look for other um, ways to feel good about themselves. Exactly. And, and unhealthy ways. And I'm right. not saying that a parent who's really trying couldn't have a kid that has some psychological problems and you end up getting having issues. I think there's there's you know it's not a perfect science what I'm talking about. There could be good parents who are really trying that end up having a kid that's really messed up. But in general, I think it's a good indication because why is he not going in and interfering with it? Right. Absolutely. That's that's the thing is that it's it's like. Um, I look at my son. He has no contact with any cousins. The siblings made sure that they don't contact him. He's to be alienated, isolated. You got Hollywood saying Aiden never existed. Well, he's got that wonderful video he did on redpillrising.org. And they're trying to say he didn't make that, that he never existed. And then they've got like this person like Sophia Stewart calling me all the time and going like, you're responsible for the death of your children. You were in oh a call. Oh, my God. You know, yeah, she calls me and tells me that. And I tape those calls. But it's incredible. And she was, um, people really thought she was the writer of The Matrix, but she was a fraud the whole time. They're breaking you up. Right now they're, uh, yeah, they just broke up when you were talking. So they'll do that where, I'm going to say they, the Hollywood FBI CIA group will, will interject and interrupt. They actually own securities, um, telephones, um, computer systems, securities, computer systems, everything. So, I mean, even Joel Silver owns oil and pharmaceutical in Canada. So you've got these mega monopolies where Warner Brothers owns AT&T, um, uh, Disney owns ABC News, and um, Robertson owns Ice Capades. They're just mega monopolies all over the place, all these guys, and they're trying to give themselves more and more of everything until they have the one world. But so our, we'll have interruptions at key moments. But you pay attention to where those interruptions come from. It shows you who's most concerned about what. And so when you were talking about Sophia Stewart, it just went blah, 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 blah. Well, Ian, you heard it like that, but if I'm recording locally, I still get it, and I can good. hear it properly. Well, that's good. So. We'll see what happens. So give me your question again about Sophia. Well, what I was saying, I wasn't a question. It was a statement that they, 
she was put out there as the writer of the matrix and the whole time that was a fraud it wasn't mm -hmm. true and mm -hmm. now she's being used to harass you and to defame you mm -hmm. and she did write some stuff right and she she was what did she do because let's give her the credit she, where it is due. well it's going to be difficult to give her some credit because her main guy is named nicholas jackson and nicholas jackson has been sending me stuff he's fed up with her and he said that from the beginning she was she was there to shut me down that she was in-house from warner brothers brought out from usc to do this job to be a, a plausible first candidate claim candidate right and so he's been laying this stuff out completely and this thing right here um if you can see it this uh bit was done on youtube and it's brilliant it exposes her whole transcript um, all her court stuff, everything is exposed. They walk through it. And really what she did was she calls it third eye. It's like 33 pages, if that. And it's all a blend of Star Wars and the Bible. That's it. Oh. That's it. It's Star Wars and the Bible. There's nothing original. But she claims that she did Matrix and, and Terminator. But when she appears on the scene right after, it was actually Nicholas Jackson, who um, is now helping us. Um, he's the one that was there when she first called me when the story first started to break. And her job was to say that, okay, Tom, don't claim Matrix 1, that's mine. You claim 2 and 3. Well, that's what the attorneys from Warner Bros. were trying to do, and the planet attorney was trying to say, don't claim Matrix 1. So when they throw the case at MSJ, or Motion for Summary Judgment, without us having any evidence in being filtered out, they argue that since Matrix 1's not claimed, any matchups in Matrix 1 can't be used for 2 and 3, therefore no, match no matches. They, it's a way to screw you. Yeah, I mean, it's you have to know they play right. so many games. Yeah. It is one big strategy session. If anybody has been in these with these lawyers or in big board meetings, mm -hmm. it is one big strategy less, lesson on how to win at all costs. Mm -hmm. That's it's right. It's just what they do. And in, people who've been in those know what I'm talking about. It just is how they think and how they do it. Not at every company and not at, not everybody's like that, but but in those those meetings and those things, they are like that. You're right. When it comes to intellectual property, it's exactly how they do it, and they are brutal. They are brutal. And arrogant. They will lie their butts off, and it's like they'll do perjury, everything else. They'll alter evidence. They'll block it. They'll. I mean, we've got them on tape because of their own planted attorney making a mistake. This is the joy of it. Listen to Sarah. Their own planet attorney, like no depositions, no discovery for them, right? They're not going to do it. In fact, there's a thing right here um, from their, their attorney telling me right here, point blank. He's saying in the email, I will not do face-to-face -face depositions with the Wachowskis. I will not do them. After running the clock on a discovery, he won't even do it. And he said that like they sent a message saying we will do telephonic depositions only. Not of Joel Silver, only of the Wachowskis, telephonic, where it'll be soft questions only, and you won't have them on a monitor. You can't see them. We'll do it over the phone, telephonic. And they said they they um, uh, said that that's the only way to do it for an hour only, and only soft questions, and I wouldn't have any say. That's both sides, the attorney they provided me and their attorneys. Isn't that crazy? And then the email follows from after my attorney it was supposedly my attorney he's actually the planted one is saying this their attorneys pipe in an email going we will only do telephonic and telephonic only and it's like they just worked it together you know totally agreed together they did a thing where you have alternative dispute resolution adrs where you get to present your evidence before you actually go to trial right they didn't want that so the court ordered adrs they never held them never even told me about it never did it Never oh, did it geez. because of
that means the evidence will go on record. Yeah, that's what they did. They did a stipulation order where they said, um, for your, for, yeah, stipulation order that said, uh, not for judge or jury's eyes, not for plaintiff's eyes, only for attorneys. Well, the attorney's in the pocket. They bragged of having the attorney in their pocket. Uh, well. <laughs> so if they have the attorney in their yep. pocket and it's for attorney's eyes only, and then I said, I will not sign that. I said, well, we can't get a stipulation order unless you sign it. So what they do? The sold out attorney submitted it anyway. Rankin of Maui submitted it anyway without me knowing. Yeah, and I could see that. Up. That's yeah. the crap and they do. That's what they do. And it goes yes. on and on. After we tried to fire Rankin, Anthony Rankin on Maui, right? He had a suspended license. Didn't tell us. He threw the case that way. He goes, oh, I forgot. It was suspended since 1982. Oh, yeah. You forgot. Yeah, he forgot. That's just, went to file. it's so Yeah, corrupt. it gets better, though. When we fire him, he says, you can't fire me. Within a half an hour after being fired with a letter dismissing him, he contacts the other side and says, you can proceed for summary judgment without opposition. Oh, what an asshole. You can proceed for summary judgment without opposition. He's just a corrupt guy. I wonder how he, much he was being paid by the other side. Well, he's you know, look him up on Maui from Anthony Rankin. He's doing great. They supplied his own team from California. He claims he ran into the uh, classmate of his opposing counsel, head of the opposing counsel, his whole team of them, opposing counsel in Disney World. He took a trip to on a weekend to Disney World and uh, comes back with a full new staff, gets rid of his partner, whole staff provided him, and says he ran into the opposing firm's attorney. And there wasn't even a case filed. Says, oh, she'll be representing the other side in our case. Well, how'd the topic come up? How'd you run into your classmate from Berkeley and she's going to be handling the case? How'd that discussion come up when there's no case being filed yet? And how are you coming back with a total team and remodeled offices? You basically, you just need a judge of, with integrity. You yeah. need a jury of your peers and you need a lawyer that actually isn't corrupt. I mean, you right. just need a real, like <laughs> something real that all of us expect to be, but it isn't. And that's what you need. Where can people learn more about your case? And actually, if they really, if they're skeptical at all, they can look at the documents themselves so that they don't, this isn't conspiracy theory, people. Go look at these documents yourself yeah. and prove it to yourself that this is legit and that there really is a lot of criminal behavior in Hollywood and right. in our courts and everywhere. And that innocent people are being hurt on a nonstop basis. And in your case, you have the documents people can look at and prove it to themselves. Right. Absolutely. They, they say they're just doing their job. It's just business. Like they will trash you, cut you down. And, yes. and their attorney even slipped during deposition and said, given the fact you wrote the matrix and he goes, Oh, strike that. It's like, they just, it's unbelievable. But yes, <laughs> what they can do is redpillrising.org right now does have a lot of documentation. We're going to be putting up a whole segment on how the case was thrown, how we never had our day Perfect. in court yet. Perfect. And that's what Sophia haven't. Stewart... That's yeah. the, I mean, yeah. it's just a fact. Yeah. Like after your channel struck, Red Pill 78 was going to have us on again on a Tuesday with Nicholson, uh, Jack, um, Nicholson Jackson, and his site was struck at the same time. Sophia Stewart called me the day your sites were struck and said... Oh, the other sites are struck now. Yeah, we, are, we all went down the same day. Yeah, well, she said, she called me that day and said, do you know who this is? I said, your voice sounds familiar. She said, um, yeah, you're, uh, all the, you're, the hosts that had you on, their sites are struck, and others, too, that you might be on, they're, they're struck. I'm like, okay. She's like, how much you pay them to get on there? I said, we didn't. No, they're doing it out of their kindness of their heart because the material, you know, they found it interesting. They're not paying them. 
Yeah, yeah, I did. That's what I told her. Well, and they also struck, they struck us because we were supportive of, or we were um, arguing the, uh, you know, supportive of Trump and they were going to fix the election. They didn't want us having huge audiences. I mean, there's multiple reasons. We're truth seekers and they don't there's want. Multiple reasons, yeah, but we're a part yeah, of it. Yeah, you are probably. Yeah, yeah it's, it's all part of it's all part of it. We're exposing corruption. We're exposing the Epstein. You know, I was at Jim Rothstein's house the day Epstein was murdered and, um, you know, De detective boots. And so we did a uh, show that day. I learned it at, you know, that morning at his house and we were talking about it. It's, they don't want that kind of level of exposure because this is the whole thing is blackmail. It's all unraveling. The whole guardianship stuff is unraveling. It takes all of us standing up doing exactly what you did. Exactly what you did. See, that's what's happened, Sarah, is when you have something worth so much money, like they're estimating the work now at $1.2 billion and going. That's what they're saying we're worth. I mean, I'd love to see my son see a portion of that to have a life restored for him. But the thing is, like, they, if you can connect all the dots, I mean, think of this. Mike Lang of Disney having the honeypot wife on my birthday, July 2nd, my son's mom, take him with an email saying, Becca, move in with me for 60 days. Mike Lang's Viet Zion from Southern California at Spokane, Washington, showing his mistress pad, like the loft, with a big L out front, biggest historical property in Spokane, Washington, playground of Hollywood, they call it. And that message being given, which was, was showing a picture of his uh, bed with a shaving kit on it, just moved into the multi-million dollar property. So his ex, and, he was sleeping with your ex-wife and, yeah, yeah, and flaunting it in your face. In place. Yeah, yeah she, that's right. So she was put in place. But the thing is, it was struck from all our devices. We had an external drive. It gets better. I divided up my copyright to some other artists' families that I trusted, that weren't into the money, just wanted to help us survive. Understanding Mike Lang's strategy from Disney under Michael Eisner, which um, was the boss of um, Harvey Weinstein. Michael Eisner was, uh, or Mike Lang, was the one that was basically the executive in charge of acquisition of intellectual property. That was his position. And so property Disney didn't own, but they called the Disney Library. It's in a warehouse in New Jersey. That's in the Vanity Fair article we have and we'll be posting. When Mike Lang leaves film tracks because of us going forward. And they, he just unannounced. Doesn't yeah. Disney also own porn um, studios and everything else? They just hide it. I understand, yeah. It's like, it's unbelievable what they are involved in. It's not, they're not, you know, when people hear Disney, they think they're just this clean, nice thing. Not That's a front because behind the scenes, they own porn studios. They own everything. Yeah. They just hide it. It's all about money. And, money and power. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, tell people where they can see your stuff. And will you stick after for my members and do an extra segment? I'd be happy to. Yeah. So if you go to redpillrising.org, one word, redpillrising.org, you'll see a lot of the evidence and the inserted material, actually original screenplay shots from the um, proven copyrighted. There's no copyright on the Matrix. There's a copyright on our work, which they drew, drew from. And again, keep in mind that the titles, with them putting their names on the titles, the immortals, that's very telling. Because there was no matrix. It was immortals, and then there's 346 or 47 other titles listed. That's what people were supposed to draw from. The Wachowskis deviated and did not use one of those titles. So that became a problem for them because the whole scheme of setting up the copyright office, the copyright on the title only to create slots, was blown by the Wachowskis. 
because they were angry about assassins, another writer having been brought in, even though Joel Silver gave him the work to appease him in 95, 96. It's just the critical evidence is just off the charts. Yeah, it but is. Redpillrising.org is where they can go to see a lot of these things and, and bless those that have the critical thinking skills. And, so, and we'll put the effort into it before yeah, here's absolutely. the deal before you're going to call us conspiracy theorists, before they're going to call you a fraud or before they have are going to be trolls and a-holes, go do your homework, mm-hmm. use some critical thinking skills. Right. And then if you have enough proof, actually email me and say, Hey, I got proof, but I haven't had anyone do that to me. So, you know, uh, do the homework first, but anyways, okay. That's well, good point. The, yeah. the whole thing about the talking point is going to say the talking point of, you know, he lost his case, lost his case. And they did that through TMZ, which is interesting because the attorney for Warner Brothers representing a Caldwell Leslie and Proctor, Linda Burrow, was also the attorney for TMZ. So TMZ is launching the hateful article with the Wachowskis on it, lying, and it says their staff wrote it. That's their attorneys over TMZ writing that article to launch the first narrative to throw our case and story. But the thing is, they keep saying he lost his case. Let's look beyond that and see what actually went on where it's actually going to work against them that they've been hanging their hat on that one point because the proof of what they did to throw that case, they can put them behind bars and they know it. They're afraid of going to jail. Well, this whole thing is, is, <laughs> but that's their template. That's what they do. That's right. And expose the whole cabal. Exposed everything. Mike Lang's email draws right back to Disney. We would never have known Disney was all that involved if Mike Lang had not sent that email to Becca, the honeypot wife, on my birthday, to have her leave, to have sex with him and his mistress, Pat. We would never have known. We would never have known. So thanks to Mike Lang and his ego, he blew it. And I have Mike Lang on tape. Chew me out with a foul mouth going to Becca in his mansion, in his uh, mistress pad. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Tom, for joining us today. And stick around for my members. You got it. I'm here. (laughs) 